Can changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. Welcome back to My Corner of the Universe. Today we had an incredible opportunity to speak with Sukhveer Singh. Sukhveer is a man in India who is doing incredible things in the personal development world. He shared with us his upbringing, um, how he got from you know, kind of growing up in a traditional Indian household and being filtered into a part of this is what you're planned to do. He was told to be an engineer. That's what his parents wanted. And then he moved on that route. And all of a sudden, he went to the point where he was like, I'm lacking passion. I'm lacking goals of what I have. And he made the decision to make a change and just a really, really great conversation with him. Um, super powerful guy. It just has this aura about him of confidence. Um, it, I don't know, Rex, what did you think? I thought it was just a great conversation with him. Yeah, you know, and I mean, uh, the whole conversation was great, and I can't wait for for people to get pull out all the nuggets that he he left in there for us. Uh, but you know, the really the power of decision. This mm-hmm. call really emphasized how um, he was kind of lost and how he stumbled across you know a mentor, and from there, you know, stayed up all night to watch. Uh, seminars in LA that were going on live streamed to India. And from there, he had a chance to um, take a couple weeks to think about something or to make a decision. And yeah. luckily, the people that were uh, coaching him through this process, you know, really emphasized, hey, you need to decide for yourself. And um, I can't wait for people to hear that because the power of one decision changed his life. So uh, super inspirational. Um, but he's just such a, a bright light and so positive. Um, I really enjoyed our time with him, and I know people will too. Yep, absolutely. So enjoy the interview with Sukhveer Singh. Thank you. Thank you, Rex. Thank you, Vedan, for having me here. I'm really grateful to finally connect with you guys. We have been planning to do it from quite a few weeks, and it is happening today, so I'm really grateful. Awesome. Well, so let's uh, kind of uh, take us back to, I guess, A, where you're calling from right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm calling from uh, India. What part of India do you live in? It's in North India, Punjab. Okay. And mm-hmm. did you grow up there as well? Absolutely. This is my hometown. I grew up here and I'm still living here. But just through the power of this amazing internet, we all are connected. It doesn't matter whichever, yeah, whichever part we are. Um, so tell me about um, your childhood. Was it um, a yeah, typical Indian childhood? Absolutely. It is typical Indian childhood. You know, when you are told to go to school, you have to set, you know, focus on your studies. You are not allowed to do a lot of different things. Just stay focused and do your studies. And that is how I grown up. Yeah, there were some great times, you know, when I used to enjoy a lot. But it has some bad consequences also when my I had some horror moments from my family. You know, sometimes they just say, don't do this. We have told you just be focused on your studies. That is the only thing that's going to pay the reward for you in the longer term. So, yes, I can say it is just like the typical Indian childhood. Okay. And then as far as education goes, um, what did that look like for you? Uh, you know, as far as education looks like, uh, when I look back now and see... Most of the things that I did when I was, you know, studying, 
I did based upon someone's else opinion. Mm. That wasn't my choice, you know. Up till high school, I was choosing something that someone else was telling me, like, okay, do this. There is great future. And whenever I said this is my choice, I want to go there. I want to do that. I was always thrown up with, you know, questions. Have you ever seen anyone getting succeed in this, you know, study and all? And education, it's always never been my choice, but it has always been someone else telling me that this is good for you. You must do that. So this is how my education has been. And is the education um, system uh, laid out similar to uh, here in the U.S.? I mean, as far as uh, through high school, like what age would you be when you finish high school? Oh, you know, uh, when I finished high school, I think it was around 18. And after that, I went to college and for four years into college. So 22, 23, that was the time when I finished my, you know, Bachelor of Engineering in college. Okay. Uh, what type of engineering did you uh, study? Uh, I did my engineering and, you know, programming, electronics and communication. Okay. But then later on, I discovered that my passion is not to program computers, right. but to help people program their minds. Nice. Ah, that's great. I love it. Did you have, did you have a, um, an intuition when you were going through your earlier days of school that you wanted something more than what you're getting in, you know, traditional education? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I was in my college, I felt there is something maybe I'm not able to discover yet, but there is something within me that want me to do something more than what all of the other students are doing. So I always had that feeling. It wasn't that strong, but there was a little voice deep down inside me, which always tells me, you know, there is something more to it. Okay, great. Um, and so talk to us about, so after school, you, mm -hmm. you finished with an engineering degree. And so what did it look like next? Did you have a job already lined up through your school programs or did you go out and try to find a job? What did that look like? You know, when I finished my degree, it just like the reality hit me. You know, I was trying to find jobs and I was miserably failing. And there was a time in my life when about six to eight months after finishing my, you know, college, I was totally in a situation where I have no clue at all that what I'm going to do. I wasn't getting job for the studies that I have done. And even if I was getting some opportunity, I wasn't able to grasp them. Then I discovered, you know, there has to be something for me out there. But as everyone do, when they don't find anything, you know, they used to get settled for whatever comes in the place, comes right. in the line. Right. So that's what I did. You know, being into engineering, I went into a profession which was totally, totally polar opposite of mine. I started my profession being an HR. Now you can imagine, an engineer who is starting his professional career as an HR, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But that's how I get started. But from there onwards, you know, now when I look back, I see everything has something, you know, a connection which leads me where I am today. Right. Absolutely. And, and when you were, um, and I want to skip past this, but when you um, were fresh out of college and you're looking for your job, did you feel a lot of pressure from your family and socially just to, to go find a job that was attached to your education? Absolutely. There was pressure, you know, because when our family has invested such a huge money in us, they expect us to, you know, do something that we are used to do or what we have learned. So pressure was always there. You know, that's why in India and all over the world, I see a lot of adults who are struggling, who are going into depressions. That's the only reason, because they have been pressurized. 
by the society, by their friends, by mm -hmm. their family. And they are doing it being ignorance of the fact, being ignorant of the fact because they don't even know what they are doing. So by how pressurizing. That, how did that conversation go with your parents that you said you were going to transition away from engineering and the traditional field where you did your studies and into more of a personal development, growth, mentoring uh, space? Absolutely. You know, I think that was the most defining conversation of my life. Yeah. First of all, nobody in my family understood that what this personal development is all about. <laughs> it was like, you know, I just fall out of a tree and I'm talking about something which they have never heard about. Yeah. So my father was totally against it because uh, it wasn't his fault because he don't aware about these things. He don't know much. So that is understandable. But he said, you know, I have no clue what you're doing. My mother told me, see, I don't know what it is, but I know you want to do it. So you take that risk on your side. Nice. You do it and you show us. But she also told me that I trust you and I can see it in your eyes that this is something that you're really passionate about. Oh, that's so it great. Was always a kind of, you know, there was a one person who was inspiring me and there was another person who was also inspiring me, but they were inspiring from their own perspective. Yeah, one was motivating from uh, your, your desire to prove them that you weren't going to fail and then the other one was inspiring you in the sense that, you know, the belief in who you are and who you could be. Absolutely. So, um, before we, I don't want to quite get there yet. I just want to learn, uh, in your... Um, career before you were where we're at now. Um, okay. How how many years span are we talking about from college? Um, okay. How how long were you working in personal development? Right. So if I talk about from college to you know getting into personal development, it was a time of three and a half years. Okay. So I I must say that you know there were two and a half years because one year I was doing my job. But at the same time, after my job, whatever time I had, I was investing into personal development gotcha. for my growth. You know, working part time, but building a lifelong fortune during that, those part time hours. Mm -hmm. There we go. Love it. Um, and so did you skip around to a couple different jobs um, in that period? Absolutely. You know, my first job lasted just for three days. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and there's a funny story I would really love to share with you. Oops. I went into an yeah. HR job, as I told you, and I went there and all of a sudden I feel like where I am, this is not what I want to do. I spent a couple of days there and on the third day I decided I'm not going there. And I just make a false concept. I drop <laughs> an email, you know, to my company that I'm not coming just because of so and so reasons and I quit. <laughs> and then again, few months gone by and I again receive an email from the same company that we have a vacancy. Now, <laughs> <They> I, was, <laughs> now I was thinking that I have already quit from there, whether they're going to accept me or not. I said, okay, let's give a try. We may never know. Yeah. I went there and the interviewer was taking my interview and he said, aren't you the same guy who quit three months ago <laughs> after two days? I said, yes, I did. He said, you didn't even inform us. I said, no, I informed you. You check out your email. Yeah. He checked out his email and he find out a letter from me. He said, okay, so what was your reason? And I said to him clearly that I wasn't feeling comfortable at all. Yeah. I thought this is not the work I really want to do. But he told me something on the interview. He said, maybe it's not what you want to do, but might be the path to what you want to do will just leaves you from this job. 
Yeah. I said, that sounds interesting. Yeah. He said, he said, you want to work? I said, that's why I'm here for the interview. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't be there. So he again gave me the job. And then I worked there for a good time of eight to nine months. Eight to nine months, I work as an HR. And then after that, you know, I had another opportunity to switch. And that was the profession that I really liked during that time. Not the HR, but the opportunity that I was getting. Okay. Because there was a college system who wanted to do something like personal development, where you interact with students, you teach them about the, you know, the new trends of the technology and all these things. It's a kind of you are doing the seminars in the colleges. So I always wanted to go in front of crowd, in front of students, you know, and talk to them, communicate them. So I grasped that opportunity with both hands. Nice. But guess what? That opportunity seems great, but for four months, it was always dark clouds. I didn't know what is happening. There were no classes. There was nothing. Nothing happening. What do you mean dark clouds as far as like your development or, or, or what do you mean by that? Uh, it was basically, you know, not more of a personal development, but based upon, you know, to giving sales training to students, letting them know about the new trends in the social media and the digital marketing and mm -hmm. all these things. And being an engineer, they have given me a subject on, you know, how to use the different services of Google, like Google have Google Forms and all these things just to teach students how all these things work. Yeah. You know, so they you had a different there, idea. Yeah. You said something there I thought was so cool. Um, and it, it really, I hope that people listen to this really grasp onto that concept of what you said. It's, it's what you're doing might not be the thing, but it can be the thing that leads to the thing. And sometimes in life, we're, we're so caught up in looking for, you know, I, I want to aspire to this. I want to get to this. And, and you're trying to jump from A, A to D when you realize that in order to get to D, you have to go through B and C. And you might not want B and C, but that's the thing that leads to the thing to get you where you want to be at. And, and the, the, the goal is really just to keep on grinding through, but keep your vision far ahead of you as you move forward. Absolutely. And you know, just you were saying that uh, analogy of A, B, C, and D, there is a famous lesson from Thomas Stroward. He wrote about yourself. He talks about the same thing. He said, you know, your life is a staircase. Now you're aiming for the hundredth step, but you are forgetting that there are 99 more yeah. to go. You cannot even jump to the straight hundredth one. So there is a process. So it's just like, maybe you don't know what is happening in your life right now, but you have to trust that everything, whatever is happening, is leading you towards the bigger thing that will ultimately makes you feel like, yes, that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting human phenomenon that we do that. What, what do you think that is? Do you think it's a, a need for instant gratification? Or why is it that, that us as human beings, we, we know that there's work involved and there's steps, but we just look at the end goal and we just want to be there first? You know, instant gratification is one thing, but I would like to add more to this subject. You know, I must say that this is the conditioning. You know, if you look at our lives when we were kids, the way we went into school and colleges, we have been programmed to do things quickly, mm -hmm. right? Even if we are in schools, they don't teach us the concept. They said, you just have to do what I'm teaching you, okay? Don't try to use your mind much. For example, when we were in college or when we were in schools, what our parents told us, he said, you have to get the job as soon as possible. So it's just like there are many examples like this from our childhood to our adulthood, when we have been programmed with these concepts that if you want something, you should get it quick enough. Yeah. And there is always a competition where we are compared. You know, usually whenever I do my seminars, I ask people a question. I ask them, when was the last time when you really appreciated yourself? 
And then I said, have you done it in the last five years, 10 years, 20 years? And there are many people who don't even raise their hand even after when I say 30 years. Wow. Oh, so so back to um, you switched from HR job into mm-hmm. a pseudo uh, personal development uh, mm-hmm. job for a couple months and you weren't happy there. What happened from there? You know, uh, if you say happy, mm-hmm. I was lost because there was nothing happening at that job. Gotcha. You know, I got pointed in a college which was three and a half hours away from my home. I travel every morning, early in the morning, 5.30. I reached there around 9 and I came back in the noon and I was traveling for three months and there was not even a one single session in three months. And I was kind of a lost. I said, what is happening? I'm traveling. I'm spending my saving. I'm not getting any income from the company. So what is happening? And then after three months, I decided enough is enough. I have to switch because I can't see any way here. Then when I decided that I have to switch the same day, uh, you many people will call it coincidence. But when you understand your mind, we call it that you attracted that thing. The same day I made the decision I want to switch was the same day when I receive an email from a new startup company, which was based upon, you know, the work that I have done in engineering. They said we have a vacancy for a person who can go to colleges, do seminars, you know, introduce students about our courses that we have and at the same time do the installation work for us for the security systems. Okay. That was my third job. And I went there, I gave the interview and I started with the job. That was the third step before I entered the big phase of my life. And how long was that job? Uh, It was one and a half year, but during that one and a half year, part time my personal development was started. Mm-hmm. That was the time when I make the bold decision. And I must say that is so far is one of the biggest decision ever that I have made in my life to enroll into one of the Bob Proctor's coaching programs. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get introduced? Was it a friend or how did let's take a look at what that looked like from, you know, just going along your career path. And then all of a sudden, was it a phone call, an email? How did you get introduced into this? Yeah. You know, actually, I have been following Bob since my college time, right? I have read his book. I was watching his videos on YouTube. So randomly, I just pop up into his website. That is Proctor Gallagher Institute. I subscribe there. And one day during my job, I receive an email that Bob is going to do a seminar, which is called as the paradigm shift. And I found it interesting. I said there might be something for me because I know Bob from so many years. But when you look at my life, there was always a question on my mind. I said, I have been part of so many different companies, right? And there are people who are successful in these professions, but why I am not? Why I'm not happy? Why I'm not earning the money that I really want to earn? So these questions, you know, trigger me to sign up for that program. That is the paradigm shift. So I live streamed that program. It was two and a half days, you know, and for me, if you compare the time in LA, it is like for me, the seminar was whole night. Mm. So for that two and a half days, I didn't slept whole night. Wow. I was watching that seminar. In the afternoon, I was sleeping. It just like all of a sudden I was living in US by living in here, <laughs> you know. And I gave my two and a half days. And after two and a half days, my eyes opened up, and I find out that the problem wasn't with the job. The problem is not with my profession. The problem is 
within me. There is something within me that has to be shifted if I really, really want to make the shift in my life. And so did the shift happen um, that weekend with the Paradigm Shift Seminar? Uh, you know, I must say uh, that weekend, I just have the kind of, a, you know, you can say a shake in my body. All of a sudden, I was waken up to the truth that there is something that has to be changed. But it gotcha. was the starting of the big thing. From that seminar, I get in touch with one of my first mentors. They were the certified people from Bob. And I just dropped them a message because, you know, they were just like my age, but they were super successful. And I said, they are just around the my age. I'm 25, 26. They are 25, 26. You know, but what is the difference? They are so successful. I am not. So this leads me to drop them a message and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Then I have a conversation with them. And on the first call, they just asked me one thing. They said, Supi, what do you really want? And at that time, I looked at my life. I said, if I could have money, my life would change. He said, just saying I want money is not enough. How much money you want? I said, right now, money around $100. If I can have around $1,000 a month, that could be a significant change. They said, we can show you how to do it. I said, I know. That's why I that's reached what, out to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, I, said, I don't want to pass on this real fast. So you were making $100 a month equivalent in the U.S.? Uh, yes, yes. $100 okay. a month according to U.S. At that okay, time. gotcha. All right. And, and so your goal at that point that you, you'd set out there, you're like, they, mm -hmm. they told you to choose a definite amount, and you said, I want to earn $1,000 a month in the U.S. Absolutely. Ten times that's your what income. I told my mentor. Absolutely. That was ten times my income. And, you know, we had a great discussion. They explained me that, you know, if you really want to reach that 10 times more than what you're earning right now, mm -hmm. first of all, you have to decide what you really want to do. He said, it's not about the money. It's about something that you're truly passionate about. He said, when you are doing something that you're truly passionate about, money is a byproduct. Yeah. It will just fall. I said, okay, what I have to do? They said, we will coach you, but you have to make a decision. And then came the terror barrier. Bob call it a terror barrier. Right. We call it facing the fears. They said the program is for six months and the investment is 5,000 US dollars. I said, 5,000 US dollars. I said, okay. I said, okay, give me a few weeks. I'll come back to you. He said, this is not going to happen. If we give you a few weeks, you will never come back. <laughs> he said, I don't want your money, but I want you to see something in you that has to be changed. Then he said, how much you trust Bob Proctor? I said, he is the only man that I trust who can change my life now. He said, what Bob says about decision? I said, Bob said, whenever you are making a decision, don't look at your bank account. Ask yourself, do you really want it or not? not? Mm -hmm. He said, if you want it, you will have the money. He said, you have to make a decision. We don't care how the money will come. But if you believe it will come. And I had no clue, literally, from where the money will come. I said, okay, I will do it. I disconnect the call. I came back. I had a conversation with my family. They said, whatever we had is already spent on your studies. Now, don't look at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, so that means I have to do it by myself. The decision has been made and I was wondering, you know, what is going to happen now? As I shared with you that I have done a dark job for four months that never paid me. Yeah. That was the first time when I literally had a strange experience in my life. The day I make the decision, 
very next day i have the call from that boss he said there is some money pending on our side that we have to give you send us your bank detail we want to give it to you wow. and i was wow. like man this has something to do with the decision that i had made right Absolutely. and within next few hours i had around you know it was around 30000 which was barely around 400 us dollars uh-huh. so i had that 400 us dollars plus adding my 100 dollars that i'm earning monthly i had arrangement for 500 dollars at that time uh-huh. i drop a message to my mentor i said i don't have 5000 but i have 500 and i don't want to keep it to myself because i if i keep it they will be gone somewhere else yeah i want to start the program let me know if there's anything we can do they said okay there is one thing we can do let's have a payment plan you pay your you know investment in five installments 1000 every month you can pay it 500 in the starting of the month 500 in the ending of the month they said okay we are all set to start just send that 500 and we get with the work i sent them we started the coaching two months gone by nothing happened and i was wondering now where is the problem So were you paying still at this point the two months did you have to come up with the money for that or were you able to come up with no, you know for two months I don't have the money I told them the money is not here yeah. they said even if the money is not there we really want to stick with you yeah. because there is something in you that you are not able to see but we are able to see yeah huh. and then after two months you know I was still continuing that job that I was doing 100 dollar a month where I was getting mm-hmm. right so I was thinking you know what I should do He asked me. He said, "Subir." One day, my mentor called me. He said, "What are you doing to earn the money?" I said, "I am doing my job, and sometimes there is my family business. I just do a little bit of part time there, but I don't do much." He said, "That is the problem." He said, "You don't even know what you are passionate about." Mm-hmm. I said, "There is something that I know I am passionate about, and it's the work that Bob Proctor is doing." I said, "I really want to do what he's doing." He said, "Then make a decision." I said I make a decision I want to do it. Then he gave me an opportunity. He said there is a fire within you that we see. You join our sales team, you build up your own business, but keep in mind we are not going to pay you any salary for it. You sell programs, you earn your own commission, you prove your worth. Mm-hmm. I said okay, that's interesting. It's kind of challenging because I had no experience selling online. I had no clue how to, you know, do this digital marketing stuff and all these things. but i said if it's all about mindset and things will fall in place i had the decision that i'm going to do it and that is the time when things started changing seriously for me from that point onwards in next 8 to 9 months to be very precise 9 months i generated a revenue of $50,000 for that company with which i was working and i earned a commission of $10,000 for myself Wow. And you know wow. that $10,000 I said I'm not going to spend it this money anywhere. I paid the half for the first program. I said I want you to coach me personally. Take another 5,000 but coach me personally because there is a bigger image I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Wow, it's inspiring. And so, so time, 9 months from when you started the Bob mm-hmm. Proctor program, your life radically changed. Absolutely. it just drastically changed but for few couple of months in the starting it was like nothing is happening you know i remember the analogy that bob teaches he said when you plant a seed in the earth 
you may not see it growing on the same day when you plant it. Mm-hmm. But it can only grow if you nourish it, if you do everything that is required. He said the same way you are planting a seed of your dream into your own mind. And we call it in the treasury of your subconscious mind. He said you have to nourish it. You have to take care of it like a baby. Then only you will have it in your physical world. Yeah, That's what I did. I never looked back. I never questioned myself. I did exactly what Bob and my mentors, you know, my first mentors who are the certified people from Bob told me. And it really paid off. So fast forward now. Mm-hmm. You're running your own personal development business. Since the short time I've known you, mm-hmm. I've seen you travel to Mumbai and then to Singapore. I know you're doing seminars. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, you know, this is where, you know, as I told you, at that time, I was working as a salesperson with those mentors. But then I found one of my good friends who is also associated with Bob. And this is, it has been now from two and a half years, we are business partners. Awesome. And that is my big dream coming true. You know, earlier I was considering, okay, I'm just a salesperson. I'm just selling programs. But now I'm not just selling, I'm teaching people. And I'm a business partner of Bob Proctor's certified people. That was the dream I had. And I'm living it. And right now, you know, we are planning a lot of things. I'm going to start a seminar series in my local area also because I want to help my local community here also to understand this material, what Bob is teaching, to help them understand the philosophies of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, because that is, I believe, one of the best books that anyone can ever study. So a lot of things are going on now, and I can see more bigger pictures now. It's all because I'm continually upgrading the software that Bob Proctor calls a paradigm in our subjective mind, in our subconscious mind. So when when these shifts are the the to take place in your life, mm-hmm. um, how is the people around you reacting? Your family, people mm-hmm. at work. Um, did you get pushback? Were they surprised? Tell us a little bit about that. You know, when I started off, uh, most of them think I was crazy. <laughs> you know, they said we have never seen something like that happening. When he explained them, you have to think about your goal. You have to imagine it. You have to get emotionally involved with it. And, you know, there are some of my friends to whom I show my goal card. I said, if you write on a piece of paper what you want, if you carry it in your in your pocket, if you read it over and over again, if you plant the image in your subconscious mind, it will happen. They said, oh, okay. If that's that <laughs> happening, whole world will be rich. I said, yeah. that's what I believe. And there are many of my friends who are at literally... You know, when they look at myself now, now they can see what is happening, but they wasn't able to see when I was, you know, just getting started. Right. Yeah. But I was seeing that exactly when I started off that this is what is going to happen. You know, right now, if you see, I'm sitting in my office, it seems very beautiful. But when I started off, this was the storeroom in my house. <laughs> you know, it was a storeroom and I had just half of the area. But I started from that half of the area yeah. because I remember a quote from H.L. Hunt. He said, start from wherever you are with whatever you have. That's mm. Because then with the time, you will create more space for what you really want. Oh right. Gosh. So my friends, in the starting, my friend think I'm crazy. Later on, they started thinking that I'm just talking illogical. But now they are, you know, reaching out to me to show them how they can do exactly what I have done. I'm sure. So you're doing seminars uh, with your business partner and right now you're currently working on 
establishing something local for your community as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. All right. Awesome. And I will say this, uh, you know, since the short time we've been connected, mm-hmm. um, you're one of the most positive people that I've been around. Uh, your, your posts on Facebook are, are always uplifting and uh, inspirational. And um, I'm, I'm excited just about connecting with you, uh, you know, as a friend and mentor. So um, it's really inspirational, um, you know, to see how uh, the power of decision has really shaped your life. Absolutely, Rex. Absolutely. And, you know, this is the work that I really love to do. You know, there are many people who ask me how you can post every day, how you can come up with so much of content. I said, when you love to do something, you don't worry about it. You always continually keep on getting the things. And then I gave them an example. I said, when you was a little kid and you have a passion to go there and play your favorite sport, do you have to ever worry about from where the resources to play the sports will come? Yeah. I said, every day, you know, you have something for you. You have the passion, you have the desire, and you never feel tired. That's mm. what I feel when I'm doing this work. I never feel tired. You know, uh, Bob said, when you're doing the work that you really love to do, you're not even working. You are just enjoying it. It's That's even so when you're up uh, for 24 hours straight doing your work and then watching seminars that are going on in LA. Absolutely. I have so, a couple. I have a couple and, quick questions too that I wanted to shoot out there. Um, yeah, Rex, you want me to fire these off now, or do you have a couple more things to move down the path? With? No. Yeah. No. That's great. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. So I wanted to know who who are and were your greatest influencers, influencers or mentors mm-hmm. through your process. Okay. You know, in the process, if I say my sister will be on the number one, wow. because when I was going through the tough time, she gave me money. And she gave you Without it because she believed in you or she felt bad for you? She believed in me. Okay. She said, you know, I don't know about the family, but I know you are born to do something big. She said, take this money. Don't worry about it. I know you will pay me back more than what I have given you. Wow. So that, let's, let's hold on that for a second. How much did that mean to you to know that there was somebody in your corner, yeah. you know, a you family know, member in your corner that believed in you? You know, it's all of a sudden like you find someone who is there on your back saying to you that don't worry about it you know it's like you're in a dark room and someone has switched on the light yeah awesome that's so good that's awesome what um i'm only gonna let's try and limit it to two but if you got more you can throw up more what two books would you recommend to someone who wants to start down this path what are the first two books they should grab and read i will refer them the one from the napoleon hill think and grow rich and second one is you know working with the law by raymond Hollywell. okay Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. Absolutely. Okay. That's a good one. I feel like a lot of people would know of Thinking Grow Rich, but um, but the second one would be is a, is a great, great little uh, nugget. Absolutely. If we just have a time, I just would like to give you a little bit about that book, you sure. know, because we are living in a planet where we all know the laws of physics, we know the law of gravity and all these things. But there are very few people who understand that there are laws of universe who are governing everything that you're receiving in your life. You know, if I have this pen in my hand, if I drop it, I know it's going to fall down. Mm-hmm. Just like the way exactness of this pen falling down, there is an exactness in your life, the results you will get. And those results are based upon the laws. One of the laws is law of thinking, law of supply. There are 11 laws in this book. And this book can actually literally change your life forever because it teaches you the truth that no one ever taught you. 
It, I, I love it. Um, it. You know, one thing that um, for people that may be listening to this, um, you know, Vaden and I are, are both familiar. I, I'm currently in the Bob Proctor, uh, Bob Proctor coaching program, but we've both been in personal development for quite some time. For a lot of people, they don't even know much about the personal development. Sometimes it's labeled as a self-help um, yeah. development. And, uh, you know, for people that are listening to this, I just really, you know, want them to be able to know that mm -hmm. anyone has this power within them. And, and mm -hmm. if you were just to give one piece of advice to mm -hmm. someone that may be listening to this that they can take away um, to have impact on their life, what would you what would you say to someone like that? You know, I would like to give them a story. You know, once there was a young man, and he was finding something on the street road. There was another young man going past by that young man. He asked him, "What are you looking for here?" He said, "I lost my key." And then he asked him, "Where did you lost that?" He said, "I lost it within my house, but we don't have light, so there is darkness. That's why I'm finding it outside." Mm -hmm. And he said, if you lost it on the inside of your house, how you can find it on the outside? This is what most people are doing in their life. They are finding solution on the outside, but they never realize that the solutions are within. So uh -huh. that's what personal development is all about. It gives you solution from within that will be beyond the any logical explanations that anyone can ever give you. Wow. So good. So good. I love it. So where can people connect with you? If people are listening to this and they're like, wow, I really like what I'm hearing. I would love to, uh, you know, be coached by you or you know, learn more about your programs. Tell people a little bit about where they can do that. You know, if they want to connect with me, they can connect with me on my Facebook profile or they can just go and type human potential and growth. I have a Facebook page. That's where they can get in touch with me. So they can easily find me on Facebook. If they are a part of Bob Proctor Group, they can always find me every day because I'm posting. <laughs> so these are the few things where they can absolutely find me anytime. Yeah, and also the humanandpotentialgrowth.com. Absolutely, humanpotentialandgrowth.com. That's my website. From there onwards, there is a link to you know have a session with me. That's a free session I give to people for 40 minutes. I talk to them about their goals, where they really want to go, what the troubles they're having. So if they go to my website, they can just sign up a session with me. And on my website, uh, the links to my Facebook profile, my Instagram profile, everything is given there. Awesome. And we'll, we'll include those links on our show notes as well. It has yeah. been an absolute pleasure. I, you know, really a great way to uh, start our day here out in California. I know for you it's nighttime, but for us it's a great way to start the day. Just hearing the energy and positivity coming from you is just so, so great to hear. Um, and you know what? Down the road, we'd love to get you back on and hear what you're doing currently. Um, and thank you so much for being sharing your corner of the universe with us. Thank you so much, Rex. Thank you so much, Vaden, for having me here. It was such a great session. You know, I feel like that you are starting your day with a great energy. And I feel like that, you know, I'm going to enter the new day with a great energy. That's so right. it's just an amazing feeling. And I'm really grateful that this call happened. And I hope everyone who is listening to it or who will be listening to it in the recording, they will get a lot of value out of it. And if my message has changed the life of even one person, that will be a big thing for me out of this session. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.